Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack and Penguins Hockey. <laughs> Today we're recording with a hockey game in the background. So, it's the playoffs. It's the playoffs. Hey. Uh, today we're going to talk about making strawberry jam. We've done a lot of strawberry things on here so far, but you know, we're getting ready. Strawberry season is a big deal. We don't want to miss a thing. This particular recipe is um, as I said, old-fashioned strawberry jam. You do not have to buy the pectin mix at the store. So this uses strawberries and sugar. Lemon juice if you want. I don't use the lemon juice, but if you like that real bright red color of strawberry jam, you might want to use lemon juice. You can try it either way, see what you like. This is really good, though. This is the one I make all the time, and I really like it a lot. Is this the one that you use on the trifle that you make? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's the one I use on the trifle that I delete with whatever and brush onto the cake. So um, this makes a really good strawberry jam because basically it's just the strawberries. And what I found, I noticed that my strawberry jam tasted weird <laughs> and I kind of, I couldn't figure out what it was. So what I, the conclusion I came to was when you use, I can't think of that brand name of pectin because I haven't used it in so long. But when you use the powdered pectin to make jam, they tell you to put lemon juice in there and lemon juice... It helps to retain the color and it helps it to set up. And what I was discovering was that that lemon was kind of leaving an aftertaste that I did not care for. So I found this recipe, and I knew I had seen it before, but I found this recipe and it works really well. It seems like it has a lot of sugar in it, but to be honest, it does not have more sugar in it than the um, sure gel, that's what it is, than the sure gel recipe, and you're adding that pectin. So uh, this sets up itself pretty good. It actually sets up pretty good. One thing to remember when you make any sort of a fruit jam that you're not using pectin in, if you use a few unripened completely, you know, like, you know, say your strawberries like got some white and green on it, go ahead and use that because that unripened berry will actually help it to set up. It's got a bit more of the, it has its own natural pectin in it. As they ripen, they lose that, and that turns, I think, is what it does, is it kind of turns into a sugar as opposed to being pectin. So if you use a few unripened berries, I could be just making this up. Actually. <laughs> no, actually, I did. It, I do it remember. sounds legit. I do remember reading about that, and if you use a few unripened berries, like if you're making blueberry or whatever, if, you're, if you use a few unripened berries, it helps it to set up. So don't feel bad if all your berries aren't perfectly ruby red. Um, but berries, it's uh, it's the first week of June, and berries are peak right now in the north, getting into, you know, when they're on in the south, you guys ship them to the north, and when they're on in the north, you guys ship them to the south, so everybody's we got berries. We guys ship them to the south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We guys, you guys, yins guys. It's what I should have said, yins, it covers everything. So strawberries, and what I do a lot of times is... Uh, for example, if I happen to be in Florida and it's strawberry season, I will cart strawberries home with me in my car and freeze them uh, as soon as I get home, and then I'll make jam with them when I get a chance. So that's a nice thing to do. If you don't have time to make jam now, but say in the wintertime you never have anything to do, just get your berries and freeze them. Don't wash them. Uh, rinse them, pat them dry, and freeze them so you don't get a lot of moisture in them then you can make jam in the wintertime. And I do that quite a lot because I tend to be busier in the uh, spring and summer months. So it really gives me um, 
it gives me uh, an extra, like, I don't feel so rushed. And it has the bonus of helping warm up your house a little bit. That's true. Because <laughs> you're cooking stuff over a hot stove. And you know what's really great is when you know you're going to make jam, what you do is you make your jam, and while your jam's all cooling and everything, then you make some bread, and then you have fresh... Uh, it's like supper, you know, supper. So here's the jam recipe, and this is a small recipe. I wouldn't try to double it, especially if it's your first time to make jam. Sometimes you can get away with doubling recipes. Sometimes you can't. Um, this I have doubled, but it doesn't set up quite as nice. So here we go. We need six cups of strawberries, six cups of sugar, and optional is half a cup of lemon juice. As I said, if you don't mind that lemon juice flavor, use it. If you do mind it, don't use it. And I don't use it. Um, and what you want to do is wash your berries and hull them and leave them in one whole berry, leave them as a whole berry. The way to wash them, I told you uh, on one of our other episodes. It was the trifle episode. In the trifle episode. You're just going to put a, a bowl of cool water and put your berries in it, swirl them around with your hand, pull them out, and drain them a bit, and then put them on some paper toweling because you don't want to carry all that moisture into your jam. All right, when you're done cleaning your berries, you're going to take, uh, put your berries and three cups of sugar in a nice, heavy bottomed pot. I like a real thick bottomed pot because then it doesn't tend to burn as much and you want to put it on uh, medium heat okay and get those starting to warm and cook. So while you're doing that while they're warming you're going to be stirring you know keeping an eye on it stirring pretty much all the time. Um, while you're doing that you can have your jars be getting ready and I use half pint jars when I put my strawberry jam up you need jars, lids, and rings. Uh, what you want to do with your jars, this is how I do it. I wash my jars in soapy water. I put them open side down on the rack of my oven, and then I turn my oven on to 200 degrees. Okay, that way you can sterilize your jars, and they dry really well. Then you're going to take your lids, the little flat lids, and you're going to put them in a small pan and just warm them on the stove. They do not have to boil they'll be fine. You just want to warm them up a little bit so you get a nice seal and have your rings handy. So you have all that prepared while you're getting your jam going. You're, you're cooking your berries, you're stirring constantly, okay? When they come to a boil, you're going to want them to boil for eight minutes and the whole time they're boiling, you have to be there stirring because if you don't, they're going to burn. And you're going to boil and stir for eight minutes. At the end of eight minutes, you're going to add your other three cups of sugar, and this is the time to add your lemon juice if you want to add lemon juice. If you don't want to add lemon juice, don't add it. Add your, the rest of your sugar, stir it in, and you're going to boil that for 10 minutes more, stirring constantly. I know, lots of stirring. Think of the great shape you'll be in after you make this jam, though. Your one arm will be buff. You'll have to you know. go back and forth, switch Yeah, you arms. could switch. If you switch and time it properly, you could get a w good workout on both sides. When you've done this to uh, the second part 10 minutes you're going to remove it from the heat and it'll settle down and it'll have like an icky looking foam on it which it's just like a white foam you can skim that off with a spoon and if you want to uh, get a little bowl skim it off try not to get too much jam and put it into a bowl just set it aside um, and that's just the foam off the berries then you're going to put your jam into the jars just take your jars out of the oven one at a time and fill them to about a quarter inch from the top of the jar. Take one of your lids out of the water, wipe it dry, set it on, 
and screw your ring on nice and snug. Not super tight, just snug, okay? Screw it on hand tight. And then what I do when I have all my jam jars filled, I flip them upside down and let them rest for 10 minutes. What that does is it heats the lid up really hot, kills any germs that are on the lid because of the extreme heat of the strawberry jam and the acidic nature of it. And it helps it to seal. When you flip it back, it pulls a vacuum on it and it seals like that. And that's how you do it. I'm going to have pictures on my Facebook page so you can see step by step what everything should look like if that helps you at all. Um, but this is a very, very good jam recipe. And good luck to you. If you're nervous about putting it in jars, if you're like, oh, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it, you can make the jam. You can take this jam and make it. Once you skim your foam off, you can take your jam and pour it into a, a, a jar and keep it in your refrigerator. You don't have to can it or a couple, you know, let it cool and put it in some plastic containers and just put it in your refrigerator or give it to your friends. And believe me, if you bake bread when you make this, it will not last very long, so you won't have to worry <laughs> about storing it. Um, but I hope you enjoy it. I hope you give it a try. It's really good. I mean, we, we love it. We, we just love it. My son puts it on like he's frosting a cake. So, like, when he eats his jam sandwich, the jam just pours out. It's hysterical. Like, like what do you... All the jam is pouring out of your sandwich. Is this not a problem for you? You know, but, oh, well. Makes him happy anyway. So, that's old-fashioned strawberry jam. I hope you'll give it a try, and thanks for listening if you did. If you didn't, too bad for you.